Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Guys, good morning. Happy hump day. So, for this morning's iced coffee date, I am going to expand on a reel that I just published. And you guys know how I am at reels. I'm like an expert. <laughs> Kidding, I'm like terrible at reels. I don't know. I just don't like the pointing and the music. I don't know. I I'm doing my best. Instagram loves them. They're definitely prioritizing them. And I do like that they're short and sweet. You just got to get your message apart and or impart your message in like, 20 seconds, I think that's how long they are. They're really like short and sweet. Um, so I like that because I'm like, let's just get to the point with a lot of this stuff. So I put a reel in my feed today and I was trying to highlight just some workouts that you might wanna do at each phase of your menstrual cycle if you're interested in this whole cycle thinking thing. Um, and I just wanna point out, there's no hard, fast rules with this. There's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, if you think about a woman's menstrual cycle, it's not 28 days. And I think that's a lot of what this information is based off of um, is that, you know, typical 28 day cycle. But I mean, if you think about it, most women, they're ranging anywhere from 24 to 35 days, and that's still considered normal. Um, and you can even think from month to month, your cycle might change a few days. So um, this is not, like I said, it's not a black and white thing. It really is something you need to kind of like feel out as far as energy levels, hormonal shifts, things like that. Um, and it's like anything in life, the more you do it, the more you track your cycle, the more you pay attention to these clues, the better you're going to get at it. So um, I did want to give a, a little bit of guidance because if this is like totally new information to you, you're probably like, I don't even know where to begin. Um, and I would say the first place to begin uh, is to start tracking your cycle. And you can do that pen and paper. I've been doing that since I was like 12 years old. I literally have like a period journal. <laughs> that I use and just, I just write down stuff in my journal and I track everything. Um, but there's a bazillion apps out there, free ones, paid ones that can really help you predict, you know, when you're ovulating, predict when your next period's gonna come. Um, a lot of them nowadays share symptoms that you might experience that might be able to help you put the pieces together. So there's a lot of good resources out there. But I think number one would be to start paying attention to your cycle and start tracking the symptoms and what's going on as far as ovulation, menstruation, all that good stuff. Um, and then the second part would be to really like start paying attention to those energy levels. So related to the hormones and everything and what's going on in your cycle, but how are you feeling? And I mean, I think for a lot of that, that's kind of like hard to pinpoint. Um, I was saying in a, a previous episode that like I am the poster child of ignoring my body and it's, it's, it's signals. Um, I have done a lot of dumb things over the years as far as not listening to my body. Um, so I know it's easier said than done, but it really is important. So. Nowadays, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, do I have energy? Do I feel like working out? Like, do I feel like going for a run? Do I feel like going or lifting heavy? And just kind of like asking myself these questions. And if I am, awesome, I'll go work out. If I'm not, rest day. <laughs> so um, just being a lot more gentle and kind to my body and really listening. So I think that's key. Um, and then also um, with this whole cycle syncing stuff, like I said, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, and I really do think it comes down to just listening to your body. And I think that's key. Um, so as far as the type of workouts you want to do, I'm going to do like kind of like the cliff notes version of this. Um, there are pieces of this and other episodes I've recorded this week. So definitely check those out if you haven't. Um, but cliff notes version is 
Um, menstruation kicks off, you know, day one of your cycle, day one of your period is technically the day that you start to bleed. Um, and during menstruation week, um, anything goes. I mean, some women, they feel like garbage, they have cramps, they have mood swings, whatever it is, they don't feel like working out. They wanna sit on their couch, they want to just take it easy and that's fine. And you know, the first few days of your period, fine, do what you need to do, you know, relax, rest, don't feel like you have to work out. And I think that's key. I think a lot of us try to like push through and like force ourselves to work out. Of course, you know, maybe going for a walk or a swim or a hike could make you feel better. Just that movement in general, getting outside um, could make your symptoms feel better overall. So, I mean, that's definitely an option. Um, during like the second half of your period week, like, or even middle, um, like days three, four, five, six, depending on how long your period is, um, you might just start to feel better. And I mean, personally, I feel fine. You know, day two, three, four, I'm good. I'm back at it. Maybe the first day I'm a little like, nah, I don't really feel like doing anything. But after that, I'm back at it and you can do whatever you want as far as workouts go. So um, that week you might want to take it easy. So walking, hiking, biking, swimming, um, maybe golfing, um, maybe some short intensity workouts. It really just kind of depends on how you feel and your energy levels. But again, no right or wrong way, especially during your period because everybody's period is different. Um, and of course, you know, there's, you know, regular cycles, irregular cycles, people who really struggle with PMS. So it's kind of a range of things going on that week. So again, it just goes back to listening to your body and doing what's best for it. After your period ends, um, well, you technically enter the follicular phase as soon as your period starts, um, but during the follicular phase, um, women tend to have a lot more energy. That's when estrogen is starting to climb. Um, we're feeling like a lot more like ourselves. Um, and this is when you're gonna do like your traditional workouts, you know, Orange Theory, Peloton, um, kettlebells, boot camps, CrossFit, running, um, anything you want. And I mean, I think this is kind of like the free for all time where you have good energy levels, you're in the mood to work out, you wanna lift heavy, you wanna do the things and that's when you should maximize that. Um, and this is also a good time for you to really utilize that energy in the sense of making sure you're getting some carbs in your diet because your body can better use them um, and you're just gonna feel, feel better overall. So do whatever workouts you'd like. Um, as you approach ovulation, this is where estrogen and testosterone will peak. So again, energy, um, you're better able to build muscle, things like that. So you really want to optimize that time. Ovulation is technically like a 24 hour thing. <laughs> So, um, you know, it's hard to nail that exact day, but during that time, you'll probably feel really energized. You'll f probably feel really good. There's definitely a few days in there where you're going to have energy. Um, you might feel it, you might not, um, but really to go with that. So that's where you're going to add in heavy lifting, CrossFit, Olympic lifting, kettlebells, anything where you're really prioritizing strength training because you want to build lean muscle. And not to say that you can't build muscle at other parts of your cycle you absolutely can and honestly you should probably be strength training all the time um, because as women if you don't use it you're going to lose it and it becomes harder and harder to build muscle as you age um, so you want to strength train pretty much you know the whole cycle but around ovulation is a time to really prioritize it really lift heavy it could be a time where you're going for like a personal best or something like that but again it just goes back to knowing your body being familiar with these signs of course if you want to like track when you're ovulating you could totally do that um, and optimize it that way but it really goes back to these energy levels after ovulation is when you go into the luteal phase um, some women right after ovulation they'll almost have like a mini PMS um, and that's because hormones drop um, really abruptly after ovulation and then they start you know um, 
increasing as um, the rest of your cycle goes on. But when there's that dip in hormones, you might feel kind of blah, you might feel tired, um, and it's okay to take a rest day, to go for a walk, just to take it easy. Usually that's only lasting a day or two. It's very, very short-lived. Some women don't even experience it. Um, some months I do, some months I don't. Just kind of like depends on what's going on. Um, but all that to say, it's okay if you want to take a rest day, <laughs> if you're not feeling 100%. And then also remind yourself, this feeling is not going to last forever. Um, and I think some women think that. They're like, like, oh, I'm gonna lose all my gains or like, you know, everything I've been working for is gonna go out the window or I'm gonna gain five pounds because I'm taking, you know, two days off in a row or something like that. So this is all just to say, it's your hormones. You're probably just low on energy. Don't worry about it. You're gonna feel fine soon. Um, and then in that luteal phase, as estrogen and progesterone start to increase, you might have, you know, some normal energy for a little bit. You'll feel okay. You can do your normal workouts, anything you like. Um, but when that progesterone gets, you know, a lot higher, it can make you tired and sleepy and cranky. Um, um, and you just might not just have as much energy as you normally do. So really it's just to be in tune with that. Um, maybe lay off the heavy lifting, the intense stuff, um, do more low key power yoga, bar, Pilates, that type of stuff. Um, and it's not to say you can't go for a run or do a hit workout or something like that. It really just depends how you feel. I mean, some women don't really have those drastic shifts in their hormones and mood. It just kind of depends on your cycle. Every woman is different. Um, and then as you get closer to your period, Period is probably when you feel the most um, low as far as energy levels go um, and that's because estrogen and progesterone are dropping to you know initiate a period um, but that's when you just might not feel hundred percent as far as workouts and stuff go and that's okay and again this is where I feel like women try to push through they're disappointed in themselves or frustrated they think they're gonna lose all their gains um, and really it's just those shifting hormones and it's okay to take a few days and rest or walk or go for a swim or a hike or you know just something more low-key um and you know just kind of like waiting for your period you know just taking it easy um you also might feel like you want to go more inward as far as um, yourself and you know assessing what's going on in your life you might not feel as social and all that's okay I mean for me I'm like all right it's a perfect time to go for a walk by myself without my family um, and it can feel really good you know what I mean just to be alone but having some sort of movement uh, but again it just goes back to um, how you feel also during this time of month during the luteal phase is when our calorie needs increase as far as you know the energy required for a menstrual cycle to happen and to bleed and all that stuff so this is where you might feel a bit more hungry you might have more cravings it's totally normal it's totally normal to eat a little bit more I feel like a lot of women are you know white knuckling and like you know cutting calories working out more and that's probably like the worst thing to do during your luteal phase so definitely have more food I feel like carb cravings are often what I hear from clients um, but to curb those you know making sure you're getting enough protein good healthy fats um, not to say that you can't have any carbs I mean you know chocolate and whatever you're craving it, it's fine to have those things um, but you know if you're somebody that is trying to lose body fat you're in a cut phase something like that focus on those good sources of protein and fat because they're gonna keep you really full and satisfied for longer um, and of course you know veggies things like that that are really voluminous and will fill you up will be really helpful during that luteal phase um, but if you're starving and crazy as far as cravings go eat it's okay your body needs the extra energy um, and you know, this is a cycle every month, you know, this is happening again and again. So if you don't do it perfect the next first month, you know, the next month you'll get it, you'll get the hang of it. Um, but it really is going back to listening to your body, listening to what your body needs. And I know it's so 
hippy dippy and woo and it's not something that we automatically go to I mean if you think about it we all want workout plans and meal plans and we want somebody to tell us what to do um, and really this is like you you and your body and your workouts and your energy levels and just trying to figure it out on your own um, so anyways, I've rambled on forever. Hopefully this was helpful. I tried to make it short and sweet and just get to the point. Um, and I do have more content that lays this out nice and neat for you coming in my feed and on stories and everything. And of course, if you're interested in doing this for yourself, um, I have a masterclass called Cycle Syncing Made Simple coming next week, next Tuesday. Um, and this is where you can really dig into your own situation, what's going on, what's going on with your workout and get some guidance as far as what you should be doing. Um, and of course, there's tons of cycle syncing information out there. You could figure this out on your own. It's not difficult to just take some time and effort and whatnot. Um, but if you want somebody to explain it all to you, lay it all out there, um, I can do that for you during the masterclass and there'll be plenty of time for Q&A. Um, so you'll be able to ask questions about your specific situation and really help you um, get going on this. Um, I actually do have a really cool little handout that lays all this out nice and neat, you know, what's happening during each phase of your cycle, um, recommendations as far as movement, and then the type of workouts you want to do. So it's almost like a cheat sheet, um, but that's very, very helpful as far as just getting you going on this um, and some other resources as far as like tracking your symptoms and things like that. So it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to be really great. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, just check it out my bio. There's a link in there to sign up and all that good stuff. And if you can't make it on Tuesday, no worries, you will get the recording and the resources delivered by email. All right, guys, that's all I got. I hope you found this helpful and hope you have a great day.